What's up, what's up, what's up, my friends? Welcome. Get ready. Grab a snack and a bevy. It's time for you and I to have a chit-chat. Straight up facts. Tell it like it is. Laugh till you pee your pants. Cry, because you probably needed to. And I can't promise, and I'm not going to throw any F-bombs, but I can promise you'll feel a lot better after listening. It's time to get personal. One-on-one, down and dirty, and have a coffee talk. Buckle up. Let's go. Hello, 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 everyone. Happy Saturday and welcome to another Coffee Talk. I am Denise Sif. In case you didn't know who I was, if you know who I am, welcome back, peeps. Yay. Anyway, um, just, you know what? Tons of stuff going on. So I figured, here we go with the weekly Coffee Talks again. Plus, I really like talking to you guys. I'm not going to lie. Um, so as we speak... Um, I am in the process of, obviously I record this ahead of time, but it is dropping on Saturday, which is the day I've got everybody coming over. We're celebrating my father's birthday, my niece Bella's birthday, and my niece Angelina's graduation. I am making a brisket. I originally was going to make it in the grill, but then I forgot I was getting my hair done at one, so... Rather than trust somebody to screw up my brisket, uh, I'm going to just make it in the oven. Yeah, it's not going to be what I thought, but there are ways that I do it that I can kind of make, I do make a hell of a brisket in the oven as well. So there's that. So we're going to have a big brisket feast. It's supposed to be warm again. Um, The day I'm recording this is the day after uh, tornado and funnel cloud watches in the Northwest area. Uh, We had two funnel clouds sighted in a nearby suburb, like 30 minutes away, north, no, southeast of us, and a a touchdown northwest of us, uh, southwest of us. I don't know what's with the north, nothing north. Um, So we got lucky with just some winds and nothing was damaged. So amen to that. Um, And then also it's like suddenly we had a day that was... uh, 62 65 degrees yeah hello summer called and she wants her day back like what i don't even know so it's supposed to be back in the 80s by the time i'm recording this so hopefully it is so we can jump in the pool because i've been robbed of pool time this year not gonna lie i've only been in the pool twice all summer and yeah i know i was in europe for all of june practically but still um i'm usually in the pool more often but um yeah so there's that um what else is going on getting my hair did today i hope it looks nice (laughs) i love i love when i'm recording like on a a thursday but this is for like saturday and so i'm trying to do like both updates but i don't know what's happening yet that kind of stuff um welcome to podcasting um what else is going on okay so we found out last week wednesday that the awesome i'm trying to think like i'm trying to be nice but at the same time i'm like kind of fucking pissed as well (laughs) you guys know how i am i always try to lead with kindness spin it positively but sometimes you know 
stuff happens that doesn't need to. And it's kind of a piss off, right? When people don't think about other people. But never, um, never you mind, everybody. I'm going to put my anger to the side. Um, so our homeschool co-op um, decided to just let everybody know the week before that they were um, canceling the fall spring term. Um, literally weeks before, basically every other co-op is like full registration is full. So of course, everybody's scrambling. We're trying to do stuff. And these three awesome moms at our homeschool uh, co-op literally pulled together and created a whole new co-op in one fucking week. Yeah. Um, that's, that's superwoman right there. Superwomen. But bless their hearts. They put it all together. Got another name. Talked to the pastor at the church. Got us the church. Worked out all the insurance stuff. Did all of that. Put together a class schedule. We'll get back to that in a minute. Uh, you know, because mind you, all the teachers got flopped on at the last minute too which means they have to run all over trying to find full enrollment. Now we were told that there wasn't full enrollment for a lot of stuff and there wasn't enough registration. And here's me, let's be honest. Um, our homeschool community is amazing. Okay. And especially our co-op, but last year the co-op was led by new people. And I think they're all wonderful people as individuals, but I will tell you the sense of community um, was lost. They, it just, you know, they sat at a table downstairs and, you know, this is how it's going to be. And this is what we say. And I don't know, uh, you know, uh, gossip aside, I'm not going to get involved in any of that. There's, I'm sure decisions that were made that shouldn't have been made and blah, 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 and couldn't be made. But here's my issue. Why I'm kind of angry about it is that Mr. Sith and I invested a lot of money into this co-op meaning we donated a lot of things. And the fact that they were a full nonprofit certification and then decided suddenly to dissolve, and might I also add, we had to write a check for $225. First off, I don't even have checks. I had to get checks just to write registration <laughs> checks, um, the deposits for the co-op, okay? I literally only write them for the co-op. So I had my check and I'm really sorry. My neighbors suddenly decided to mow grass right now. Um, so if you hear humming in the background, that's it. So welcome to the real life. Um, squirrel, back to the story. Denise, back to the story. Concentrate, concentrate. Um, <laughs> we, um, so we, we donated a lot of stuff. So they'd say, hey, oh, and they also picked like a certain day to do like our community events, right? Our family community events. But they were always on a day that was the day that everybody did extracurricular sports or organized sports, uh, scouts and cheer. And it was like, okay, well, you know, my kids and scouts, so we can't do anything on that day. Um, and they just did not want to organize anything outside of the church. And I don't know. It, they'll tell you that it was all because nobody volunteered. They asked us for volunteer checks. I think I've talked about that on another um, thing. They wanted a registration. They wanted us to write two post-dated, like pre-dated, yeah, post-dated checks for $100 each. So that if you skipped two of your volunteer hours in one of those, like 
either the fall or the spring semester, they were going to keep your check. And I'm like, yeah, this isn't fucking rubbing me the right way. We're not 12. And you can't force a sense of community with people if you're sitting downstairs on your ass on a computer and not moving anywhere. See, that's kind of shit pisses me off. But what happened in, in the long run was that they told us to write, I wrote a check for the registration fee. That was in Ju- May, okay? That, dudes, that was in May, like the second week in May. And then they there's an ending to the story, trust me, and there's a whole reason why I'm telling it. Um, they didn't cash that check until we got home, like literally the week we got home from Europe. That's like a month later. Um, that's bullshit, which is why I hate writing checks. Okay. Like pretty much if your grandma writes you a check for 10 bucks, please cash it immediately. Don't save it. Like it screws up everything. Okay. Nobody cares that you have like, you know, 7,000 hours in your checking account or whatever. Most people do not. And our checking account is strictly for bills going in and out. And I pay no mind to it. Like I'll pay a bill, whatever. But what I'm afraid was is that I got a check floating for 225. Mr. Sith doesn't know about it because we don't ever write checks. And then he writes or pays a bill for that amount. And then I'm like, well, shit. Then the check comes in. Then what? Right? Whoop whoop. You know, that's what starts fees, right? <laughs> Just saying. That's how it is in my house. I don't like checks. Anyway. They send an email because I'm just like, when are we going to get our money back? And you can't just like say you're going to rip up my checks. I need my checks. Okay. Because now you've cashed a check for $225 and you are holding two checks for 100 bucks each. And now I got to find out and pay registration fees for a bunch of other co-ops. So for instance, we're going to do one co-op that is actually closer to our house. And it's close to Buster's um, daycare. So it works out perfect because it could be a day that like we just shoot there after we drop him off at daycare. Um, But I will tell you that, you know, we still have to pay a registration fee for them, right? Because there's teachers insurance, uh, you know, background checks, uh, liability insurance, that stuff needs to be paid for in co-ops. So the fact that like you're holding on to my money and then now all of a sudden you tell us we're not going to right after you cash the check, and I'm 100% sure they already knew they were going to cancel this mid-year while we were still in school because all their kids on the board are going back to regular public schools or you know private schools, and that's great. But don't lie about it. And why didn't you just pass the stick, right? Pass the bar, pass the baton to the next group that would take over. We'll change the name if you're all hung up on that you started a name. Like, who cares about this stuff? This isn't about you and your pride. This is about children, right? And an education. So they sent an email. And the part that really got me was that they were like, yeah, we have some stuff left over. And I'm like, really? Because I bought you a ton of stuff and you canceled all the events that I bought them for. Where's all that stuff? Because I'd like it all back so I could donate it to the other co-op. Right? Like, what are you doing with this? What'd you do with all the extra money that we had for fundraisers? Or where's it? Like, where's all that money? I need to know. So I am going to be the... I'm going to be that mom when we go pick up our checks on Monday and our, you know, all of our stuff. And they write us a check now um, 
for the registration fee and they're returning our $100 deposit checks. And I thought to myself, that's great, but I'm going to ask them. They're a nonprofit. They're required by law to tell you what's been donated, what monies have come in and out and where they've went and what they've been allocated to. I don't feel that that's an outstanding request. So I'm going to ask for it. They're probably going to hate my ass, but you know what? Y'all know me by now. I don't care if you like me or not. I want to know where that money's went, period. This isn't a joke. This isn't where you can play with nonprofits. This isn't like a game because you're mad or you didn't have control of stuff or people wouldn't listen to you and let you be the boss because that's not how a commuted thing works. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that noise. Anyway, the email comes and it literally tells us that they're going to give us back a check based, you know, from the co-op's bank account to, re- to, to return our deposits. Perfect, right? Except they add that we need to cash them in like 30 days. I don't know. It was like by September 1st. And here's me. Like, I'm fucking laughing already, right? Going, wait a minute. You're going to hold my check forever, but you're going to tell me when to cash your check. No, I'm going to bring mine right to the bank and like get it immediately. Okay. Like they ain't even going to play. I'm going to take that money out right away. You don't have to worry about me. But some people, for whatever reason, have issues with checks and they hold on to them. I'm just saying, right? And there is something a little, little funny about that because in the state of Illinois, you have to have, you cannot write an account and then close account within 120 days. So if you wrote checks, you have to leave your account open 120 days. Or it's considered a bad check, right? Just like you can't hold the check for six months and then expect it to be cashed. And a bank could actually deny it if you've waited that long, just FYI. Um, So I'm going to have to pop that on them as well. Like, hey, I'm cashing this. Don't you worry. I know I am. But you can't just tell us when you can just make up shit, okay? Because you want to be done with this. So on to the great news. New Moms came up with a new co-op. It's an amazing thing. We've got all this stuff going on. It's going to be awesome. I'm super excited about it. I think it's going to be a great opportunity for a lot of people um, to come back and be in a more structured environment. These moms are all experienced with running co-op. They're experienced with boarding on co-ops. And so, I mean, obviously, they've thrown this together in one week. Now, the coolest part of it, I was so touched and like kind of excited about it, but kind of scared at the same time. And I will preach my own, like I will like listen to my own preaching here. I'm going to tell you, when you are scared, because I'm a little scared, okay, (laughs) about what they asked me to do and I agreed, Um, a little nervous about it, but I will tell you that when you are nervous, you should always feel okay with going forward because good stuff is right on the other end of that and that is is that one of the teachers um there are a lot of teachers who are just not coming back or not being asked to come back because we're trying to kind of they're trying to structure the schedule so that like everyone who falls within a certain age range has multiple classes to take um in the past there were some issues with you know uh peter couldn't take a certain fun class because i thought math was more important so if it's between math and theater, I chose math. They're trying not, they're not 
um, going to stagger classes like that um, in the same time like slot. They're going to take an age range and kind of like spread it out so that you have an opportunity to take any of the classes that are available. So as much as they can. So I think that's kind of awesome, right? So that, you, you know, you could do that. We are joining another co-op as well. Um, oh, I already said that. So we're joint. So we're going to be in the new co-op on Wednesdays. We're going to be at our local library doing classes with our favorite teacher at the co-op um, because she, of course, went to another co-op that is like 55 minutes away from me. And there's no way. It's an amazing co-op, but I just can't commit to 55 minutes one way with lupus and going into the fall and winter in the Midwest. It's just, you know what I'm saying? Just too much to commit to. So I'll just find smaller things locally. So we'll have Tuesday ideas and super habits. Wednesday will be at the new co-op that has been reorganized. And then Thursday, he's doing a uh, creative writing with Lego um, building class. So that's cool. We did have something going on on Friday that fell through and booked up. So it is what it is. Now, I squirreled there again, but <laughs> here's the deal. They asked if I would be interested in running cooking classes. I almost died of excitement because obviously I have a culinary degree and I have nutrition, holistic nutrition background. So I'm like, this is amazing. Like I'm all in this. So I have committed and agreed to do two classes at the new co-op. And it is going to be um, from six years old to 11 will be one of the classes. And then the other classes will be for 12 and above, including adults, if mom or dads want to come. And I'm going to structure it around healthy eating properly. There was a class that they did last time that I really disagreed with. I would never have allowed it if, if I was on the board, but I wasn't on the board. So I just didn't put Peter in it. But um, it was centered around keto. And I know a lot of people are like, well, I've done with keto. I don't advocate teaching any children fad dieting. Yeah, I said it. So there are no long-term studies on keto. And we know for a fact that keto can harm organs. It feeds cancer and it also feeds autoimmune. So it's horrible for those things. And if anybody tells you otherwise, they can kiss my ass. <laughs> Just saying. Um, so I don't advocate that. And those were the classes that were being, you know, using things like saccharins and aspartames because, you know, that's what keto people do. I don't even know. Um, but I don't do that. So I want to introduce, like I did with Peter, how you can just play with food and do things that are fun. And it's still sweet and yummy and whatever. Um, but basically the whole thing in the class is going to be is I am going to write up that if you are not someone who's willing to try anything or you have allergies to stuff, like if you have a anaphylactic allergy, you cannot be in the class. I can't deal with that kind of stuff. That's just something it's just too, you know, it's too risky health wise, you know, and that's too much for insurance. But like, I need people who are looking to try stuff and looking to whatever. I don't want people to be like, nah, I don't eat that. Then what the hell are you doing here? I want people who are looking to open their kids' minds. I want kids who are curious and, and, and they want to, you know, experiment with like 
fun things and playing with their food. Essentially, like playing with food. You know what? I think that's what I'm going to name my class. I was just sitting there. I'm like, oh, I got to write that down. Holy cow. Um, playing with food. I'm going to write it down. Look at me. With food. This way. I've been trying to find like a name for my courses. And uh, that sounds like it's a perfect one for the younger cloud. Boom, boom. Um, so that's done. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I think I have control of my foot. Guys, I'm telling you right now, this foot, if I had to do it all over again, I would have never gotten this surgery on my foot to fix it because it's just a shit show and, and just this snowball effect of problems because simply because the medical profession would not acknowledge me telling them how my lupus and my autoimmune would hinder my improvement. Could they please keep that in mind? And I was literally fucking dismissed. And then now I'm suffering for it. So you know what? Shame on them, but bigger things, shame on me because I didn't listen to myself. So there's that. Um, Always remember, you can talk to the medical field or your doctor or whoever all you want, but your medical decisions and your advocacy for your own health is up to you, not them. They don't tell you like, and I'm going to throw this out as an example because it's my biggest pet peeve when I see people say this online. If it's something you choose, that's amazing, but- I cannot stand, especially the medical community around having babies, okay? When they'll tell you, well, I think we need to schedule your C-section or your induction, you know, you're inducing. I think we'll, we'll do that like on this day. Okay, or no, or no. You don't get to decide when I have a baby, the baby decides in my body. This has been a huge issue for me. My doc, and then you're like, no, I want to wait a little bit longer. And the doctor's like, okay, but, you know, I'm going on a huge boat ride on because July 4th is coming this weekend. You know, I'm, this is things that happen, okay? This is not making this shit up. These scenarios actually happen, okay? And the doctor's partying that weekend. He doesn't want anything to do with having babies for you, right? He wants it before or after. So he decides he's all booked before, so you can have your baby. And he says, well, how about, well, we can do it on the 6th then. And then you go online, and then that person will put, oh, my doctor's letting me, you know, hold off my induction until the 8th after the holiday. Let? Your doctor is letting you. No, he is not. You are allowing him to wait because you have asked. You don't have to ask. You'd be like, no, I'm not doing it until the baby's ready. That's what I did. And that's why my doctor hated my ass. And I didn't care. I was literally chastising my doctor because he kept telling me at month six that I was going to have a C-section. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm only having a C-section because you want me to have a C-section. I had a great pregnancy. All my autoimmune was in remission. I felt fabulous. I was eating good. I was like, yeah, baby was healthy. I was so excited. And then they started that shit, you know, cause I'm older and I had cancer and all that. And they're just like, you know, you're going to have a big baby. Kiss my ass. I'm going to have a big baby. I'm a big girl who cares. And then that turned into, well, you know, um, you should come in because we need to schedule a C-section. I'm not scheduling a C-section. I'm not even 40 weeks yet. 
And first babies come at like 41. Oh my gosh, this could be a total tan, like total rant, tandem rant. Um, but what, you know, in the end, I told him exactly was what was going to happen. And that's exactly what happened. And so when it happened, I told him, and when that happens, when that scenario plays out, I'm going to tell you off the whole time you're taking the baby out of my stomach. And I did. I literally nagged his ass the entire time I was getting my C-section. It was, <laughs> ask Mr. Sith. Anyway, um, that aside, um, what else is going on? I'm saying a lot of ums today because I'm really not sure like what's going on and all that kind of stuff. Sorry, I turned my face away from the microphone. Oh, you got to talk into it, Denise. Um, we've, <laughs> you know, I said it, now I jinxed myself. So it's like, oh, um, I did it again. I need to stop. Anyway, I'm going to make the ribs today. So today's rib day. I also am, I almost said it again. I also am starting, um, I've really started working on the books. I'm just working on the writing part. I talked about the past, how I, I'm fine with the, the drawing part of it, but it's just getting the words to be like what I want without it being, I may actually write a chapter book. I'm really like digging deep now because I've had, I have all these ideas come up and this happens to me. So I'm either completely uncreative. It's like a block, like I'm stuck and my head's stuck in a hole, right? And then all of a sudden, like the creative door is open, the sun is shining, the water, the creative water is rushing in and I have all these ideas. And normally I like squirrel it and I'm like, yes, yes, this side, this one, this one, no, this one. And now I'm gonna do this one. And then I get tired and I'm just like, now I finished nothing. So what I've done is I've decided that I'm writing them all down. So I have the ideas, but that I can actually focus and work on stuff and then break it down from there. It's just so much easier. Anyway, that's really all I've got today. That's kind of what's going on. I'm working on things. We're doing all of that. Next week, I've got a really, really good Wednesday episode for you guys. Um, I'm really kind of really getting back into just trying to keep people motivated. And um, our last episode of the month is going to be super special. Um, the one on the 26th. So I love next week's episode, but the big episode this month is going to be the one on the 26th because it's about drama and just what it entails, what it does, how we get involved with it, how we don't want to be involved with it, but sometimes it drops at our door um, and how sometimes we say we don't want the drama, but we're literally, we are the drama. I've literally been in said all of the above. <laughs> True that. All right, then. Um, oh, I did have something else to say. Never mind. Um, I said, why do I need to stop saying that? Anyway, we had, um, I was talking earlier about all of the um, storms that were happening and whatnot. And Peter and I were watching on the day it happened. Uh, it was like a Wednesday, last Wednesday. Peter and I were watching a show. And so Julie, Julie and Julia is what we were watching. Julia, Julie and Julia. Yeah. With Julia Childs and the girl who blogged her. So we were listening to it and I thought, did he leave his tablet on? Feels like somebody's talking and it's not involved in the mu the movie. So I paused the movie and I'm like, Pete, what is that sound? And he goes, is it Tuesday? I'm like, no, it's not Tuesday. And he, I go, it's Wednesday. And he goes, 
uh-oh. And I said, what? And then I realized, because now I'm like, wait, the voice is coming from outside. And I, we stopped everything. And I'm like, and then the sirens went on. And I'm like, oh, geez. I'm like, real time, real time. So I'm grabbing the dogs and I'm shoving. Peter's always in his freaking underwear when we're not outside of the house. So he's like naked practically. And I'm like, great. We're going in the basement. It's chilly down there. There's a bunch of junk. So I send him down. There's a beanbag down there. Cause we've been, the, we've been down this rodeo before with the, you know, tornado watches and funnel systems out here. And so I send him down. I, I'm throwing blankets down for him so he could chill. I'm tossing his tablet in. I'm grabbing the dogs. Buster's never allowed down there. So this is his first time down in the basement. And Sheikah goes down and she's just like, I hate it down here because it's like so cold. And so she was just kind of like walking around looking for stuff as usual. And Buster's just like laying all over the, all over the floor like, why hasn't anybody let me down here before? It's nice and cool. And I'm like, oh my gosh, here's the dog like loving all the, you know, concrete floors. And we sat down there for about 25 minutes and then we got the all, all clear. But Mr. Sith was coming in from his um, downtown Chicago on train. And of course, the day he decides to go to the Elgin station is the day that Elgin is getting like the clear funnel cloud. I'm like, oh, great. Um, so he's like, yeah, I'm going to wait it out here for a little bit until the storm passes. And I'm like, great. Can, cause he has like all, you know, he flies a plane, single engine planes. So he always has all these like weather programs that are way more accurate. By the time I figure out which one it is, I'm looking at like satellite and I realize it's for like Ohio and like not Illinois. So, I'm like, can you just like email me when we're in the clear or send me a text? He's like, sure. Peter is bawling. So this is like his first real tornado, like siren. And he was so upset. First, he cried because he said his favorite stuffed animal, Tiger, was upstairs on his bed. And if he went upstairs, the whole house was going to be missing. And I'm like, okay, that's not happening, honey. It's just a warning. We never know. But that's why it's down here. You know, we've been fortunate that it's only been like property damage. I just, my heart was breaking for him. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't, I don't want to tell him that like that can't happen because that's indeed what a tornado could actually do. But I was trying to explain to him how it was just further south from us, but that we were getting really strong winds. So it's all part of the siren system. Then once he got calmed down, then he started crying again. And I'm like, what's wrong, honey? And he was like, now he's worried about the kid next door that he plays with because um, they don't have a room like this in the basement. I'm like, well, they do have a basement, honey. And there is a room they could go to that they can hang out in that, you know, then he felt better about that. Then he was just like, I can't believe you're going to go upstairs and there might not be a house. I'm like, okay, I don't know what you're watching, but... I don't believe it's been anything, but I just thought it was like, I feel like it was just the unknown to him. We basically just got heavy rain and high winds with the rafts flew off the pool deck, that kind of thing. Uh, we've had worse damage in the past. So like we didn't have any property damage or anything. So that's fortunate. But about 30 minutes southeast and southwest of us were both funnel clouds and one had a touchdown. So it could have been really, really bad, but it was just south of us. So we worried about Mr. Sith because he was where they were seeing and 
filming all the funnel clouds. And I was like, okay. So he finally got home and we were all good to go. And he sent us a text that we, it was all clear and we were okay to go upstairs. Um, so it was like, that was our big scare on Wednesday. Wednesday was like an exciting day. I'm like, wow. Okay. Oh, all right. Got that story out. That's pretty much all that happened this week. So again, hope you guys have an amazing, amazing weekend. Until next week on Wednesday, super good episode. I want each and every one of you to walk around and be with kindness. Talk to you soon.